1: Welcome to Analog Jones and the Temple of Film. I'm Steve. And I'm Matt. And we're a VHS podcast that looks at the box art trailers and behind the scenes, and even though we own them, we pretend to rent them. What is number three in our Stephen
2: King October? We are going to be watching Salem's Lot, the movie.
1: Do you believe a thing can be
2: inherently evil? Marston House, for instance. (laughs) do you like that old house? Needs work, but we have time. Open the window. He commands it. Oh, oh. <laughs> Quiet little town of Salem's life. Oh, well, it's only all just happened since.
1: Since I came here.
0: Oh, oh, oh. Oh, well, well. Tried to rape me.
1: <laughs> the vampires are creating
0: vampires. Hey, the thing is moving. Yeah, you know I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Bill, Bill. Where are
2: you? Mr. Barlow is on a buying trip, but the moment he arrives, you will enjoy Mr. Barlow. He'll enjoy you.
1: And to help us in this very complicated story. We have Paulette. Paulette, introduce yourself.
0: Hello, everyone. I'm very, very happy to be here. I'm just a Stephen King fanatic. I'm obsessed, so that's why I'm here.
1: You are wearing the Stephen King Rules shirt from Monster Squad.
0: Yes, that's another film that I really, really like, so I thought it was appropriate for today.
1: Well, if you love that film, you're on the right podcast. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I could never find that VHS, though.
0: No, that would be impossible. Yeah, yeah that
2: was yeah. super hard to find. That mm-hmm. One. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day. Somebody send it to us. We'll talk about it if you send it to us.
1: Let's go into our history on this film.
2: Matt, had you ever seen this? I might have. I probably did as like a little kid because I was eating up as many horror movies as I could as a youngin. But uh, I don't remember it at all, so this basically felt like the first time watching it for me. How about you
0: this movie? I've seen three times now only because I've been searching for it for a long time But I've been obsessed with the book. That's one of my favorite Stephen King books So I just I knew I had to watch the movie eventually so
1: Yeah, it's I hear it's a lot of people call it like the definitive Vampire book, uh, you know of the like post World War two era. Yeah,
0: it's It's very interesting because it's not so much about like the creature, but everything around it, like the town itself. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it talks a lot about the town, the people in the town and why it would happen in that town specifically than any other town. So it's pretty, pretty good book. I recommend it.
1: Yeah. I, I never hear much about the book compared to his other books. This one seems like, even though it's a classic in a lot of people's minds, you hear a lot more about The Shining or It or Carrie.
0: I feel like it's because of the movies, too. Those movies are much more iconic, if you will, or, like, people remember them more. Mm -hmm. But this is, like, the second book he ever wrote. It's pretty solid. It's your standard monster book, if you will, vampires Mm -hmm. and, you know, that sort of trope, so. All right,
1: yeah, I guess that would make sense because even though this, this movie has a lot of positive views on it, I don't hear a lot about it either when people talk about the Stephen King ones they love. Maybe it's just like one of these quiet...
2: It's like quietly respected, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Everybody's like, yeah, 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 Salem's like, it's great. But like, yeah, it's never brought up in the same conversation as Carrie, mm-hmm. The Shining Pet Cemetery, all the like classic movies. Yeah. Um, but I think people do respect this movie. It might yes. also
0: yeah. be because it's not, it's not very available out to people. Like it's, it's hard mm-hmm. to find.
2: Yeah. This one is a tough one to come across. We found, uh, especially this version that we watch, which we'll talk about in a second.
1: Yeah, see, I thought the mini series version, the double tape one, was the rare one, but this one is the rare one. So I didn't realize the whole time I was I was holding such a rare commodity.
2: Yeah, neither did I when I picked it up. <laughs> I I just picked it up because I was like horror movie, sure, why not? But then like then i found out that like the one that you could see on all the streaming services and things like voodoo and amazon and stuff is the mini series and i'm like oh shit i've got the movie that's cool <laughs> you've made it matt yeah
1: or, or maybe I'll... you've made it when you find the monster squad
2: yes. yeah yeah i've made it to, yeah that's the next level monster squad or uh what's the other maniac one? Is that a hard one? That's a hard one. Okay, yeah. If I find either of those, I'll be good. (laughs) I'll have made it in my VHS realm.
1: (laughs) Let's get into the quick facts of this. Salem's Lot, the movie, was originally a CBS miniseries that aired in 1979 based on the horror novel of the same name. Of course, that writer is Stephen King, (laughs) if you couldn't figure that out. The miniseries was originally aired on November 17th and 24th of 1979 at a runtime of 184 minutes. Ours, on the other hand, is closer to 111, 113. I didn't quite catch it. 111.
2: 111? 111 minutes.
1: Aha, I have some memory. That's not much. (laughs) The miniseries was shot on a budget of $4 million, estimated... Kind of... Well, maybe. Right. (laughs) Later distributed by Warner Brothers... Does this say Warner Brothers on the back? Yeah, this is Warner Brothers. Tape. Okay. I wonder if Warner Brothers and CBS had some type of, like, distribution deal on TV movies.
2: Yeah, I have no idea, but I do know that sort of the story of the movie was that it was so wildly popular when it aired that they cut it to a movie so that they could put it in theaters. Well, this is a time period, 70s, 80s,
1: because there were so few channels, that TV movies were a big deal. hmm like we don't quite remember well I remember a little bit I don't know if you two do I I remember the
2: Stephen King ones those were still a big deal in the 90s
1: yeah they were like ones where everyone would you know gather around the TV yeah nowadays good luck
2: (laughs) yeah you could just stream everything is at the at the mercy of a click but back in back in these days you had to wait be like Sunday night 8 o'clock Tommy knockers is on. I can't miss it. Oh my like, god, Tommy knockers, yes!
1: <laughs> I remember getting the blank tapes to catch those. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just in case, you know, like... I uh, did make it. Yeah. Just in th- mm. like, trying to hit the record. Like, okay, so the clock, I gotta record it a couple minutes before. Right, right. Just in case, and a couple minutes after. Yeah. because it, That was a key, delayed. too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And if you had to record over something stupid, you did it.
2: Yeah, you were oh, like... Yeah. My this wrestling match I recorded from Raw last week I don't need it anymore. New Darn. Stephen King is out. My communion. Don't anybody <laughs> Oh, I bet your mom would love that. Oh
0: yeah, she, she she's a fan.
1: <laughs> Directed by Toby Hooper, the man who brought us Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two, and the infamous Life Force. Yes. <laughs> Oh, Toby Hooper! You can really tell this is Toby Hooper too by the big, wide shots he takes. He
2: loves his atmospheres. His yes, long one... shots, mm-hmm. wide angle. Yeah, very big. He likes scope.
1: I bet the production designers really liked working with him because they're like, "Wow, you can literally see everything we did."
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this was a screenplay written by Paul Monash. He was actually a big deal. And he did all of, he produced Carrie from 1979, Rage Carrie 2 from 1999, and uh, the Carrie TV movie in 2002. And this man's been producing and writing since the 50s. He's got, he's old. (laughs) (laughs) To say the least. He's seen some shit. Yes. I'd like to hear his stories. Uh, I'm just going to go through four names of the cast. David Soul as Ben Mears, the writer/hero of this cuz you know Stephen King
0: <laughs> got to get
1: himself a writer in there that's also yes. <laughs> he needs it. to put
0: himself in everything he writes.
1: Yes. And David Soul, I wonder if this was a, if he was tough to get back then because wasn't he Was he Starsky or was he Hutch? I
0: don't know. I cannot remember.
1: I don't know who I, Yep. Okay, well, clearly we weren't 70s kids. No. no. I don't even know if that came out in the 70s, I assume. <laughs> yeah, it did. We'll go with yes. 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 But I didn't, so. <laughs> yeah, no, no. That was even before me. Uh, James Mason as Richard Stalker? Is it Staker or Stalker?
0: Striker or Staker. striker I
1: know, I keep wanting to say Striker from yeah. like X-Men.
0: I keep thinking that too, but no, it's Staker. It's
1: like he's Brian Cox. <laughs> uh, Lance Kerwin as Mark... Uh, whatever Mark's name is, the horror fan. Mm-hmm. I can't read my own writing. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Bonnie, Bonnie who played Susan, Bonnie Uh Bedella? Bedelia Bedelia from yeah. uh, Die Hard. Yes, that's... and
0: Fun House. Really? Yes.
1: Another Toby Hooper film, right?
0: Mm-hmm. She uh, he brought her on for the Fun House after they did this because I was listening to the commentary on the. My version.
1: Oh, I'm proud of your nerdiness on this. I
0: know, I know. Good good catch for sure. I'm committed.
1: (laughs) Yeah. This is my little note on her. She plays daughter, lover, and fearless lady that runs into a building. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I wish she was in more of the diehards. All of them. Yeah, I wish she was in all the diehards too. She's fucking awesome. She's pretty awesome. Yeah. So
2: let's let Matt here break down the box art. So we've said it already, but this is the movie. This is not the TV movie, so this is the single tape. Uh, you'll find the double tape for the miniseries, and it'll say on the front, Salem's Lock, colon, the miniseries. So we've got the movie here, and it is The Ultimate in Terror, according to the tagline here. We've got a black cover. These This seems to be a repeated thing for the Stephen King black covers. Uh, with, the, with the house... That The creepy house that the, the vampires Marston are in. The yes. Uh Yes. In a silhouette with the vampire lurking over it and a full moon in between them. It's a effective cover. <laughs> it's a good cover.
1: Yeah, this is mm-hmm. a striking imagery. I, I think this one's really good. Even though it's kind of subtle, too. Yeah. Real simple. Yeah, a, a minimalist kind of. Uh-huh. Uh, the font, too. I always love this font. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good, like, choppy font kind of. Yeah, someone knew what they were doing when they put this together.
0: And I actually wish this was the cover for the book, the original cover for the book, because the original one, it just says Salem's Lot in big letters. And there's, like, a picture of a house with, like, green, uh, green grass and, like, everything looks very nice when it's not at all. Yeah. So this is a little bit more telling of what the actual story is.
1: Well, that was his. It's his second novel, right? Yeah, second novel. So I wonder if they're like, ah, I don't know if we should spend more money on a better artist. <laughs>
2: Probably
1: not. Let's just use Todd over there. You know, Todd. <laughs> he uh, he did. Uh, I don't know. He whatever. Gave a cover I of a house. <laughs> yeah, we got him on salary. Use him. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it, this is a great cover. Uh, I I just I don't think this is one you'd hear people again. I think they'd all respect it but you don't hear people like, this is the greatest VHS cover I've ever seen. No, yeah. but it's a good one. Like, yeah. It's a good one. Like,
2: mm-hmm. If you never, ever, ever, ever heard of this movie or Stephen King and you saw this cover, you'd be like, that looks dope, I'll oh, wear that. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think, I'm
0: pretty sure that's what you actually did. <laughs> so, Probably. <laughs>
2: so, like, The
1: key word from this entire podcast should be respectable. Respectable. Yeah. respectable.
2: We flip yeah. it over to the back here, and uh, here's our description. Oh, and just so for the purists that might be following along with us, this is from 94. This is a re-release from 94. Oh, so this is when, okay. So you're going to hear, it it references some later stuff in the description here. Wow, this
1: is so popular that, let's see, when did this come out, 79? Wow, 15 years later, they're like, we can still pop these out and sell them.
2: Yeah. Wow, okay. Impressive. And evil as old as man, and a man who knows, or fears no evil. That's our our little tagline on the back here Salem's Lot, pretty as a postcard But kind of quiet The streets just look dead And every horror fan knows why In Salem's Lot, the movie A blood-curdling shocker based on the novel By Stephen King, Carrie, Misery, Pet Cemetery, Director Toby Hooper The Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Poltergeist Sends the time-honored vampire legend Soaring on bat wings into the modern era Sinister events bring together a writer, David Soule, fascinated with an old hilltop house, a suave antiques dealer, James Mason, whose expertise goes beyond bric-a-brac and the dealer's partner, a vampire bent on draining the local bloodlines. Solid supporting cast of vampire victims and fighters include Bonnie Bedelia, Lou Ayers, uh, Alicia Cook, Ed Flanders, George DeZu- DeZunza, Lance Kerwin, Jeffrey Lewis, and marie windsor it's hard to keep the undead down and it's so easy to be scared in salem's lot oh man they really hit you with names there at the end it's like bop 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 it's name dropping And and we only get one image on the back but it is it is our vampire with with james mason and the the young the young kid mark mark I don't know if it's smart to put the vampire
1: on the back of this, but I guess by 94... Everybody knows what it looks like, yeah. I mean,
0: the version that I have, it's 2016. I want to say there's literally two lines in the back. Like, you know what it is, just buy it. Here yeah. it is. <laughs> just so. throwing
1: it on DVD. Here you go. But That's it has commentary, exactly. so... Yes, it does. Who's the commentary with? Toby. Really?
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, well, I guess he was doing nothing at that time period. I mean, when did he pass away? Last year?
0: Yeah. Wasn't this year? No, it wasn't no, this it was year. Last year. It was last year? It was last year.
2: So, if if not the year before, even maybe.
0: I, I want to say he passed away the same year as uh, what's his name? Oh my God! Singer? No, um, not of the Living Dead director. God, Romero. Romero. George Romero. Yes, Romero. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, so many people died in like. 2015-16 that it's just like hard yeah, to we, keep up yeah. with Wes
2: Romero yeah. and mm-hmm. W we lost like all the masters at once it was so sad
1: and that's yeah. not including all the musicians so it's, it yeah, gets let's hard let go there yeah <laughs> so let's get into the story here like I said at the beginning I'm not going to go through scene, scene of this because damn there's a lot there's a lot going on but we get the main story of Ben comes home to his small town of Salem's Lot in Maine to write his new book on the Marston. Marston? Is Marston that? House. Yeah, Marston House. That he believes is haunted or did he believe it was just pure evil?
0: Pure evil. So like everything around the town, they know there's something wrong with the house and they just can't really pinpoint what it is. So there's always been like something around the house.
1: Yeah, and did the ha- so it's like an kind of like just a I don't want to say haunted house, but like Amniville kind of like it's a, it's
2: a bad Bad spot. Bad. <laughs> just too well, bad. I don't know if
0: this is in the version you guys saw, but the person that built the house um, had a wife, and then some time later, he went insane and killed his wife and killed himself. So I don't know if don't that's think good scene scene I don't well. Original. My version. <laughs>
1: <has that. laughs> uh, then we have find Ben wants to. Did he want to buy the house?
2: I think he just wants to poke his head in in, yeah. in this mm-hmm. movie, but he, he just wants ends, to look around.
1: But he ends up staying in some kind of, uh, I don't know, like temporary house place owned by someone. Uh, the the lovely lady that wanted, the doctor, at one point just goes, oh, we used to watch her sashay down the uh, down the street. <laughs> and I was like, sashay, huh? Sachet. Okay. Yeah. Alright, you can tell this is me. <laughs> exactly. If you said sashay on the playground right now, you get punched in the face. <laughs> For sure. So uh, he goes and he tells everyone, hey, I'm going to write a book on this actual house but he bumps into susan oh the teacher who just happens to be reading one of his books in the park (laughs) of course uh i was trying to figure out i'm like did she set that up or are they just like this blatantly obvious like "Eh, i think
2: i think she was reading his book and he was he's like you know arrogant writer guy was like, oh, I'm gonna go talk to her. She's reading my book. Let's see if she recognizes me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's why he went over there because she was reading the book.
1: And he wastes no time no asking
0: her out. No, lays it on flat.
1: He's just like, yeah, hey, you want to go out? She changes the subject and he goes, you didn't answer my question. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, uh, okay.
0: <laughs> I guess.
1: Now, I want to see the difference between the miniseries and the movie here because basically their first date is them having dinner with her family and yes. I was like, Uh, did I miss something? He went straight to the parents?
0: Uh, no, they go out for coffee... Do you remember? It's that? not in this one because yeah. the first
2: day, the first time we see them together, like on oh, date, wow. is that's in fast. the parents' house. No, that's it, fast. this version, like when they are introducing the characters, is so choppy and fast, like yeah. so oh, fast. Man. They are just like blowing through as many characters as they can in as short a time as they can because I feel like the second half is completely intact in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> and they probably. just burn through that first half.
1: Yeah, like the girl, and it's such a stereotypical house. He's the doctor. He stands. He stays mm-hmm. at the table why while the while the ladies clean up?
0: Yeah, and, and they're like having a drink after dinner. Yeah, or something. and yeah. then
1: uh, talking. Like even at one time, the mom goes, "Oh, boys!" You know, like, <laughs> I'm like "Oh, god." God, yeah. <laughs> there was something like, I kind of liked. The doctor, I, I was getting like some, like he he might be an old school guy, but he seemed like a, a good soul.
0: Yeah, like,
1: like he didn't bail on the town
2: when the shit goes down at the end. Mm-hmm. So. I, well, I actually would say, like, it, as choppy as it is and it's hard to, to kind of figure out what's going on in, like, the first half hour of this because it just like, <laughs> flies through everything... Yeah. I like all the characters, or at least even the even the ones I don't like. I want to I want to watch. I want to see yeah. this story unfold here. Like this is one of those miniseries where it totally works. I want to see these characters. Yeah.
1: Well, his books. He's really good at world building. Yes. yes. In fact, he just goes crazy with it. So.
0: There's four pages of him describing the grass. So I mean, He's you know. really? Yes. Under oh, the dome. No. Yeah. No. Oh no. <laughs> I skimmed uh, through those pages, but.
1: Everyone does, or at least they should. Three of the characters that are completely useless in this film, and I want to know if they are worth anything in the miniseries. The real estate agent guy, who oh. dresses more seventies than any man has ever dressed seventies, <laughs> like a used carsman no, used cars and salesman seventies. Uh, we have the assistant that he's having an affair with
0: secretary or something secretary, yeah. mm-hmm.
1: and then we have the fat
2: slob husband
0: so does it play all of their story
2: no, no we just see we see the scene where uh the real estate guy is sleeping with her and then the guy comes home and oh, wow. like threatens him with the gun i think that's all we see we see a little bit of them in the in the place when um what's his name uh-huh. is uh, david soul what's his name what's his character's name again Main character, writer? Ben. ben. Oh, Ben, yeah. Well, yeah, when Ben is looking for a place, we see them kind of talk to each other, and then we kind of, I think, just jump to them making oh, wow. out on the bed, and then the husband comes in with the Yeah. Room. Okay. And he's like.
0: So, yeah, there's. Oh, more. and she
1: immediately she... tries to sell out. Yeah. Started, like, she's like, no, no, he tried to rape me, and I yeah. was yes. like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. She
0: pulled the light card But no, so they have more scenes uh, uh, yeah. in the miniseries where, like, yeah, they. They're at the workplace, and then like she calls him on the phone, and like they're going back and forth. But I think the main reason why they have those scenes is just to like know the town in general. I forgot what happens to the husband, like after there's that scene where they, uh, where he threatens the real estate guy, then he gets bitten, and then you see like how he gets, starts to get sick, and then they show at the same time like someone else in the town that's getting sick at the same time. So it's just more of showing. How everyone is getting sick. So I remember sick.
1: the kid, the first kid, Ralphie or whatever, I remember him getting sick. Mm-hmm. I think he's
2: the only one we see get sick at the beginning. And the,
1: eventually the gravedigger gets oh, sick. Oh, you mean
0: Danny. So Danny. Ralphie is the one that got lost
1: and oh, they that, couldn't find. Yeah, that was snagged by the Yeah, and then his newcomer. brother
0: is Danny and he's the one going around.
1: Okay. Getting everyone sick. Gotcha. All right, so yeah, so we didn't get anywhere near as much as that because I don't even no. remember oh, wow. the
2: the husband getting sick at all. Mm-mm.
1: In fact, is he complete? Is he gone from the story? Doesn't
2: Straker, doesn't he show up or something like that and talk to him? And that's the last thing we see. Am I, am I remembering this right?
1: Well, oh, maybe I don't know. There's a lot going on. Um,
0: I think that's for the other kids, Mark.
2: Is that who I'm thinking of when Strinker shows up? Okay. So, yeah, I don't think we see much more with this husband after this scene. Yeah, and then
1: Ben goes to the school to meet up with his old teacher, uh, talk to him about the new book that he's writing, and then he bumps into Susan, who uh, happens to be a teacher there. Oh, huh. That's nice. (laughs) And then we find her ex-boyfriend, which is the plumber. Slash delivery man, so this slash is a very psycho. yeah. This small town you got people doing a lot of jobs because later on, him and the grave digger are delivering a giant crate, and he is obsessed. The plumber, the ex boyfriend, is obsessed with this crate. He's like, "It's cold, let's open it," and I'm like, "Dude, no, just drop it off." <laughs> and then he keeps going. It's like, "No, no, we got to open it." And finally, the security guard kicks him out. <laughs> and again he's going on and on on the ride back what was in that I gotta know what was in that
0: so did they skip then where the box is moving in the truck which is why he wanted to open it they, uh, they, the did, box they moving. show that yeah, yeah, they show
1: it. I still don't think that's enough for this guy to be like man well, if I saw a box moving like that I would dump it and go run, so gone, if you're no. if you're
0: wondering about the box just don't move the box yeah just, just don't volunteer for the job.
1: Ah, this guy. Yeah. Now they show him get bit later. Yes, on. yes, yes. Yeah, we see him get. Yeah. Get
0: and that's the first time we see Barlow, the vampire.
1: Yes, he was the yes. reveal yeah. on him. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. God, what movie. a good it reveal! Awesome. I, I looked yeah. at the clock. I paused it to look at the <laughs> clock to remember. Is at one o nine in this? So sixty nine minutes into this film, boom! That thing is revealed. My yeah. face just went
0: whoa! Exactly. <laughs> You're not expecting it.
2: It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so
1: good. <sighs> yeah, it really is. The large crate's delivered. Uh, This is when I mentioned, okay, Ralphie is taken. and it looks for, like, a tasty treat for whoever's in the box. Who's in the box? I don't know. And uh, let's see, Danny gets infected. Eventually, okay, they bury him, right? And then he rises yes. up to visit Mark. And that's yes. when we get Danny at the um, actual window. Open the window.
2: Open the window, Mark. Open the window, Mark. Please. Let me in. It's okay, Mark, I'm your friend.
1: Go away. Which is I remembered that I've seen that in an absolutely incredible scene. <laughs> that is
0: one of my favorite scenes for the movie.
1: I think that's everyone's I wondered do you think that like ended uh tape one?
0: I bet it I bet it did. It's it
1: uh, yeah.
2: right where it would have probably yeah. in the movie. He's like, I would s- guess like it's like, his, oh
0: no, he's gonna
1: open it. And he's taking his uh fingernails and like scraping them down the window. Yeah. I was like, oh, gee, I wonder where Fright Night got inspired from.
2: <laughs> I <laughs> was, was going to just... say, Fright Night took a lot from this movie, oh, yeah. feel mm-hmm. like. Like, I feel like. Now seeing it, the movie itself, I think Tom Holland watched Salem's Lot and was like, was I, I can make a comedy movie. version of this. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I'm going to make an updated comedy version of this, and it's going to be great. And it was. Yeah. And it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not as respected. Yes. That <laughs> this, one's one's this one's respected. Though. Yeah. yeah, that one's just fun. <laughs> Word of the day. Uh so we get uh Mark fights off Danny and we should also bring up that Mark is a cool kid. Yes. I think he basically every nerd who's watching this, all three of us were kind of like that's yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Mark's just like me. Yeah. yeah. Because
2: he's like He's a horror fan But he's not like The movie version Of a horror fan Where they're like Obnoxious Or Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. They're the weird kid Because he's like A nice guy He's well adjusted He has friends He's having a good You know He's just a good kid But Mm -hmm. he likes horror stuff And I'm like Well yeah We can all relate to that then Mm -hmm. Because everybody's Got their nerd thing And
1: he doesn't Back down to his dad About it Because his dad He like puts on The handcuffs Gets out of it And he's like Danny why do you Like all this Horror stuff and magic And he goes I don't know dad You like numbers So you became An accountant I like this so he goes but I can make a living from it and then Mark immediately goes I'm gonna make a living from it too and I was like damn inspiration (laughs) Mark's like dad I can do whatever the fuck I want yeah Uh, good for you kid um but hopefully you don't get in student loan debt <laughs> 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 back then i don't think that well I, think it wasn't, uh, I mean
0: all his knowledge about monsters actually came in handy because he didn't let invite the vampire in yes. so there you go
1: yeah and, yeah doesn't he does he make
0: the makeshift cross or was that no that was ben, ben. Mm-hmm. he yeah. he grabbed one from like a model he was making
1: okay
2: yeah. So, yeah 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 it right. like, broke it up. Wasn't it wasn't like a cemetery set yeah, or something, something you, like, like snapped, snapped that. it off yeah mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. and then uh <laughs> then we skip somehow all my notes i got sucked into this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My because i because the the plumber pops out of that was he in a box when he scares ben like he no punches...
0: he was behind the door i think Whatever it was, he smashes Yeah, out I was of it like, I what was the like, hell? What the fuck?
1: <laughs> like, he already... You already have the jump on him mm-hmm. because he doesn't know you're in the room. Then he goes like one step further and he goes, and I'm going to hide behind this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll he never like... He, he whops Ben and puts him in the hospital.
0: That was very... Because yeah, all you see is like two hits. It's like, wow, you ended up in the hospital? Okay. Yeah. And then somehow...
1: Yeah, then we get the reveal of the vampire shortly after... Because, that's when uh, he gets he,
0: arrested, and it happens at the jail. That's
1: it. He gets arrested for punching Ben, mm-hmm. and then the vampire. He pops up and yeah. he's in there.
2: Oh, what a good scene too! Oh, yeah. that was so good. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, what was the vampire's name? Uh, Barlow. Barlow. Yes, and Barlow was uh, not Striker. I'm gonna keep saying the name. <laughs> Staker. Staker. Straker. 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 Okay. That's a tough one. It's a one. combination of the
2: two. Yeah. Right? yeah.
1: <laughs> so Barlow was his partner for the antique shop, which, okay, I did not pick up what it was, it was an antique shop until halfway through the movie <laughs> when uh, I think he uh, he drops off his suits. Mm-hmm. Because when they're looking for Ralph at the beginning, yeah. the, the suit is torn. And immediately Ben's like, oh, it's that creepy dude right there. He always wears black suit. <laughs> And the cop's like, okay, sure, Uh, but I think he he gives his suits to the cop, yeah, and says something about his antique shop, and I'm like, oh, I thought he was running a funeral (laughs) home.
0: He might as well have, really. Did
1: you pick up on it right away?
2: Yeah, I, I thought it was an antique shop because I got that Needful Things vibe yes. from it. Okay. And that's, that, that's what I thought we were kind of doing. So that's why I, I... That's the only reason I knew. It's I very wouldn't have similar known. to that. Yeah. yeah if I, I wouldn't have been... I, I'm a huge Needful Things fan. So, like, I, so I thought... That's why I thought that. But if I wasn't a fan of that, I probably wouldn't have picked up on it either.
1: Well, I wasn't watching this on uh, my big screen. I was watching it on my computer monitor here oh. through my... Um, little box that I do to, to capture all these movies. So it's yes. a smaller screen. Oh. So I'm just like, ah, not fool. But uh, <laughs> I just, I laugh my ass <laughs> off and I'm like, antiques! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got that totally wrong. Uh, and then we, uh, we get into the story. This is when this movie really picks up. Because we get the attack of Ben at the hospital. And yeah. then he makes his little cross and do you wonder why, like, is it me? Or did a lot of people just accept these were vampires right away when Ben tells them? Because Ben yes. tells Susan at one time, he's like, there's vampires, you got to get out of town. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, on, the, on my version, uh, when he's talking to the professor, the, his teacher or whatever, it takes him like two times to like really get that. He's like, do you know what that sounds like? You sound like you're crazy. No one's going to believe us. We can't go to the cops. So it's like two scenes of that.
2: I think we get one scene of that. That okay. sounds familiar. I think we get one yeah. scene of the doctor. Well, I, I think
1: he's talking to his teacher when he has dinner with him one night. He's like, do I sound crazy? And he's like, you kind of sound crazy. But it wasn't a major pushback.
0: Well, that happens. And then once Mike, you know that guy, Mike, that the professor invited over to stay at his house? Yeah. Because he was sick. Yeah. So mm. when he gets sick and like it starts acting weird... The professor calls Ben, and then that's when they have the, the other crazy talk again. Okay. Like, no one's going to believe us. And then after that, they bring in the doctor, Susan's uh, dad, and mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, he, he definitely believes him after the hospital. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Sola, what the hell? And that was, uh, was that Danny's mom?
0: Yes.
2: Yes, that was mm-hmm. Danny's mom. And then, uh, in another like very Fright Night moment with the yeah. burning of the cross in the head yeah, and everything. Straight
1: up. oh, that yeah. is straight up like Fright Night. Yeah. yeah, um, Brewster, right? Um, no, who's the kid who says that? Evil Bruce? Ed, Evil Ed, yeah, yeah it gets burned like that. Yep, <laughs> totally evil Ed, though. Except, Evil Ed's teeth are, like, Oh, I can't see his teeth are always stuck in my head, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> they're gnarly. Yeah, I would not want to be bit by Evil Ed. Woo, nope. Uh, but, uh, you know, this vampire Barlow, he seems like a nice guy. Oh, yeah.
0: He's a Stand little, up guy.
1: He's a little down, a little blue all the time, but, um, dad joke. So, uh, oh, oh, in, in uh, I don't know if this is, Mark's parents, which by the way, damn, they kill Mark's parents? <laughs> Mark's yeah. just like, I'm going to get fucking <laughs> revenge. Yeah. But when, fucking- um, Barlow comes up off the floor as a cape, cause I don't know if there's like an earthquake or something happening. Uh, when he's revealed, but mm-hmm. the cape comes off the floor. That is awesome. That was
0: insane.
1: Yeah, that was some old-school magic trickery mm-hmm. that just still worked today. That, yeah. You could do that now at something, and I'd be
2: like, damn! Impressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, good job. Wow. Any time there's really any horror scenes with the vampires or Barlow, anything like that, it all works in this movie. Yes. And yeah. It's like it every... Solid. Scary scene has been masterfully crafted yeah. in this film.
1: Yeah, I, I think a lot of the special effects uh, still work today because they're timeless. You know, everything's there. It's on screen. It's all in camera effects. The only thing that dates this film is basically the characters, their outfits. Right. The kind of, yeah. Outfits, this, yeah. Everyone's got fucking sideburns. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, Bail that's about it. yeah. yeah. Uh, but th- that's really all that dates this. Uh, it's kind of incredible. Uh, some of this conversation I could still see happening today, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. So that's to their credit. Uh, it was irritating me a little bit how wasted Susan was. Uh, I, I mean, they get maybe like one kind of like uh, feminist speech out of her where she wants to leave the town. Yeah,
0: they really, yeah, they just like summed it down to very small Lines. Yeah,
1: I, I think it was a, a waste. I, I think Susan, Susan should have had more in this cut, it's too bad they couldn't have like eliminated like the you know the shotgun wielding husband and the cheating wife <laughs> and everything if they could have just cut that out and kind of like
2: pushed Susan's character out. in her story and uh-huh. everything. Yeah. But
1: sadly, this cut, you know was me they probably had none of that. In 1979, I don't know if that was a thing really. We had obviously the 60s. In the '70s feminism, but when it came to, you know, 1979 TV movie, were we yeah. really getting a lot of feminist Especially characters? Horror?
0: I don't think so. Yeah. And I mean, in the book, she's a little bit more developed, but not a lot, to be honest.
1: <laughs> Damn, is that Marv? Yeah. I think so. Wow. <laughs>
0: um, Wine. <laughs> but yeah, then if you cut it from the TV series to like an hour and a half, you're obviously not gonna get much.
1: Yeah. So. There's a
0: lot going on though.
1: But the 80s started to introduce us to the badasses. We yeah. Got, we got the Rip, uh, we got, what's her name in Terminator in 84? Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor. But she wasn't a badass to the end. No. She was useless yeah. at the beginning, but her character grew. <laughs> right. Yes. Then we got the Ripley's. So, Susan, well, I guess I'm not yelling at you. Uh, Hooper, yeah. <laughs> we need more out of Susan. Yes. <laughs> We're going to write that letter to you that you won't get because you're dead. Okay, All right. Still- <laughs> well, he is. He is. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, he'll still read it. Him and I were best friends. Yes. Send it to a crystal he, ball. He's like, you're the only kid who liked Invaders from Mars. And I'm like, it's true.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, it's... Yeah, I understand. I watched it as a kid and it's got nostalgia value. It's, no, I get it. Me too.
0: But it's like... <laughs> No. I
1: actually haven't watched that probably since I was like 12 years
2: old.
0: I watched that two years ago, and I was like, wow, really? I'm <laughs> doing this? Oh, really? I haven't seen Isn't it. That
2: great. I've what? seen the original. I've oh, seen the okay. 50s one. I've not, I've not seen Hooper's remake, though. Uh,
1: the uh, yeah. the re-release they did of that on VHS is really easy to find. So
0: I'm sure it is. Yeah. No <laughs> one wants it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, too. <laughs> Sorry, Toby Hooper. We're kind of shitting on your movie here, but it's not good.
0: But you did uh, this one. This one's great. Yes, good job, It's a buddy. respected classic. Oh, <laughs> respected.
1: I kind of just want that on a t-shirt, respected classic. <laughs> Fuck, I don't even know where we're at. Well, anyway, they they all get to the house, because Mark is going for revenge. Yes. And this kid is ballsy.
2: I yeah. love Mark in this movie. Yeah. I love Mark
1: here. He's running straight into this house, and for some reason, Susan's following him. I don't really know why. Yeah, I
0: don't know how she ended up at the house.
1: But she goes right in, too. So I was like, are you sure you're going to go
0: into that house? Right.
1: Because even if I saw Mark go into the house, I'd be like... Mm.
2: I think she is going into the house because she sees Mark go in, and she's mm-hmm. like, what is he up to? Yeah. Should he be going in there? Like, I think she just kind of follows him when she sees him go in.
1: Well, she's already quickly accepted that vampires are real. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, I... As soon as I'd find out vampires are in a town, you'd be see me in a suitcase. Like,
0: Aren't you gonna go fight him?
1: Fuck that. No. I
0: mean the police officer left. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yes.
2: That's me in that situation. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm he's out like, of here. where
0: are you going? You can't leave the town. He's like, Hell I can, I'm leaving. He's yes. like, Are you staying? And he just throws <laughs> him the gun. <laughs> yeah, he's like, You're gonna need this. Okay. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's me in that scenario. <laughs> I'm out.
1: <laughs> and then um, Ben and the doctor end up going into the house too. Uh, I think Susan is knocked out and captured along with Mark. Are they both captured?
0: No. So Straker finds them, and I guess, I guess yeah, they both get captured at first. But then uh, Mark's able to leave, and then he just left Susan behind. Oh. Yeah, but well, by he... that time Ben and the. Yeah, I mean he's, a, he's a kid, right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Like, if Susan would have left the kid, i had been like, damn, Susan, fuck.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> then the doctor gets there and gets impaled on antlers. Yes. That was cool, too. I don't... It's like they put the camera, like, attached to the actual doctor and mm-hmm. then, like, watch them it, yeah. both. Yeah. That was a really cool effect. Yeah. Again, with the in-camera effects, good job. And it works. If I saw... Again, if I saw that in a movie, I'd be like, Yes. And the, more that. Yeah. This,
2: this end fight with the the antlers and everything this takes place in the basement of the house again very Fright Night like I yes. could not get over it. once again another like parallel of Fright Night like our hero and the doctor are basically like Rooster and Roddy McDowell in the movie and it's like they're in the basement and that's where the final battle takes place it's very very similar again
1: like. Oh yeah completely Ben and Mark end up staking Barlow. I thought Barlow would give up a better fight at the end here. I thought Barlow falls pretty quickly. I know he was in his coffin. Just caught
0: off guard. It was still yeah. daytime, wasn't it?
1: It was just so. turning, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I kind of wanted more of a fight there. Yeah, but, I get it. But I think they just had to get to the point where we got to wrap this up. It's already
2: three hours. That's the Stephen King effect, I think, too. His endings are usually a little weaker than the rest of the movie because it's just like... <laughs> is rushing to get to. Yeah. He's like, oh shit, like we gotta end this
1: thing. He's like, I'm on page 379 and I told him it'd be 400 pages. I gotta stake this dude. (laughs) And then they pretty much run out of the house and just, they just burn it down and that's how our movie ends. Like there's, it's really anti-comantic there. They're like, okay, that'll make the rest of these vampires, you know, scatter and reveal to the world. And then it, Fade to black credits. Oh, really? That's it.
0: So, no, there's more. There's the epilogue.
1: I figured they're headed. Also,
0: the scenes of the uh, house being on fire, those are not original scenes that they shot. They got got leftover shots from another movie that they used from Warner Brothers because they didn't let them set fire around the house. Also wow. that they built like a new house right next to an actual people's house that they were still living on.
1: That's why it kind of looks like the and, garage is burning instead of like the actual house. i yeah, like, what part weird. of the house is
0: this? Yeah. So in the epilogue after that, uh, you see the beginning again where Ben and Mark are in Guatemala.
1: Now, see, we did not. Say, that's oh. not in this. No, that's oh, not there okay. at all.
0: So they start where Ben and uh, Mark are in Guatemala because they're... It's like after the fact, I guess. They were running from uh, Salem's lab because everything was gone and whatever. But apparently, because there's still vampires there, nobody died except for Barlow. They're still so alive.
1: This, it's stakeland.
0: land? Yeah. So they are looking for them and somehow they're able to track them. I'm not sure how. They don't explain. Hmm. But then at the end, they say, oh, they're looking for us. We have to get out like, go somewhere else, and so they, they go back to their house, gather their things, and then at the house, Susan's waiting for them, like, vampire Susan.
1: Okay, yeah, because she just disappears in this movie. Yeah, so yeah.
0: she pretty much gets beaten and turned into a vampire, and so then, oh. yeah, he's she's there, and she's like, oh, now we can be together, I'm not dead, like, I'm alive, and so he's uh you know just talking to her and then she's like kiss me so she can turn him she's laying on the on the bed and then she opens her eyes and obviously her eyes are like changed like a vampire so then he stakes her kills her and then they uh get on their way somewhere else because there's going to be more looking for them
2: oh
1: wow there's like an entire different yeah, that's a whole yeah.
2: that's a whole chunk that's not in here <laughs> wow
0: that's very different yeah
2: yeah
1: it's, it's it was weird i i don't quite know why they kept some things in and kept something like that out. What the hell? (laughs) That seems like, oh, wow. That's very odd. Yeah. But, I mean, at the end of the day, this film, second half, is awesome. Once Mm -hmm. Danny floats... Uh, outside of Mark's bedroom window. This movie just like goes. Rockets, yeah. yeah. It, like
2: it goes literally from like zero to 1,000. Like, yeah. <laughs>
1: but you gotta get through the first 45, 50 minutes of this. It, it's slow.
2: Or
0: in my case, I think it was like an hour and 20. Yeah, yeah. it's. Yeah.
1: <laughs> when I was watching this, I kept looking at the clock over and over. I'm like, uh, this is gonna be tough to make. But like I said, once it hits about the, probably the 50 minute mark, I, I don't think I looked at the clock again. Mm-hmm. It was it was just watching it straight and very much enjoying what we got.
2: I wish we got more Barlow. I think we just got the right amount, honestly. This uh, is more sometimes. I want to. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I just want to see the final fight with more Barlow. <laughs> I want to see someone get their face slashed with get his that. claws.
0: But then I don't know. At least in the book too, he talks, so I like that they didn't make him talk in this because. Like you said, less is more. And if there's dialogue, especially from the monster, it just defeats how bad he is.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. This one just like is pure evil for no... It's like the first Michael Myers in Halloween. It's pure evil. And we don't need to know why.
0: Nope. We don't need the Rob Zombie version. So...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Rob Zombie. (laughs) We're not going to rip you. We already ripped Toby Hooper. One director per episode. We'll come back to that one. Okay, unless it's Michael Bay. You can rip him. <laughs> Ooh, okay. that's, that's We actually have a shrine to that. <laughs> do we recommend... I mean, it's
2: fucking easy to say, but
1: Matt, do you recommend Salem's Lot?
2: Absolutely. Uh, I've only seen the movie version, so I can't say which version to go with. Uh, this one is choppy. Be aware of that when you go in, but I definitely recommend the movie. The second half is Nutters. I love it. I love it. Paula, do you recommend it? <laughs>
0: A hell yes. Yes. And I'd recommend to go all in and get the uh, TV series because Mm -hmm. if it's as choppy as I think it is, because you can definitely tell when they ended the um, episode, Mm -hmm. then you are missing a lot that makes sense when you watch the whole thing.
1: Yeah. This is a sweep. I recommend it too. Like I said, it's a slow burn. You got to stick with it. Yeah. But it will be worth it. It It pays off. It pays off for sure. Definitely. I'm going to recommend this because I haven't seen the full mini series, but I'm interested in seeing the
2: miniseries now. I'll watch it. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. Uh, Maybe next so, Halloween. <laughs> give it a shot.
1: We probably have to... No, we could get the VHS. As you say, it's not super rare. This is
2: a super rare one, so... Yeah, we, we can probably find the series on VHS. Yeah.
0: If not, let's... Yeah. Yeah. I can
1: call some
2: stores Maybe. and get laughed at. <laughs> 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 Salem's left the miniseries on VHS? Whoa!
1: <laughs> Fool. All right, let's go off to the museum.
2: This is the second time I've had to reclaim my property from you. It belongs in a
1: museum. So do you. This is the part of the show where we put something good or bad in it. We're like Indy going out and finding something. What do we remember from this movie most, Matt?
2: I am going to put the scene in the museum. I'm going to put the Danny scene. It's incredible. It does, it's the spark that lights the firework that is the second half. I definitely. I was hooked from that moment. I, I liked the movie up until that point too, where I, I was interested in the character stories. But once we got to that moment, I was like, damn, this is this is real shit. And it was still scary. It holds up. Yes. still scary. Mm-hmm. I was watching it alone in bed uh, and was creeped out. So yeah. yeah, still effective. Great scene.
0: Since you put that one in the museum, I'll put where Barlow is at Mark's house with his parents. Where you see the scene where he comes off the ground. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's it is, another solid one.
1: That actually uh, ties in with mine. Mine is, I'm going to do the in-camera effects on this movie. Are so good that it makes this movie iconic. Like yeah. It, because the reveal of Barlow is a camera trick. The atmosphere that they use. They, the camera, in, in some parts, becomes a character with... Just, just with the end camera effects, like the stabbing with the antlers, the um, barlow raising, which is just a spectacular one. That's fun. Like, yeah,
2: Toby Hoover was the fucking man. You know, like mm-hmm. he. We were shitting on Invaders <laughs> yeah. from Mars, but that was a weird time for him. Damn, we see movies like this. You see Poltergeist. You see Texas Chainsaw, and you just see that this dude was a master. Like, this yes. is a filmmaker.
1: Yeah, he was, he was a master that just, like, fell off the cliff, too. It's so odd. Yeah. But I, I mean, I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre, too, but I love it as kind of making fun of... I do. I
0: don't take it, like, a serious horror movie. Yeah. It's like, like
1: Gremlins 2 to me, yeah. where they're kind of like... Gremlins 2 is mocking all sequels. I think... <laughs> I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre is just mocking the fact that you can't follow up an iconic film.
2: Yeah, and... Toby Hooper was aware of that and was like, okay, you want me to make a sequel to this movie that should never have a sequel? It's going to get ridiculous. Like, yeah. And, he, and yeah, I think that's another testament to his brilliance. Life Force and Invaders from Mars? Mm, no, that's a whole other story. <laughs> I mean, but... when you make
1: a movie with canon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, actually
2: probably more their fault than his anyway, so let's be honest. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, got some behind the scenes
1: here before we leave. Uh, I thought some interesting things on it. Well, actually, it's just more the sequels. I want to know how many of you guys have seen this. Obviously, Paulette, you've seen the miniseries, and we've seen the movie. But they talked about making a sequel to this movie several times for like 10 years, and they couldn't get the right. They had several writers come in, and uh, one of the ones I found was really interesting because it made no sense to me, but now it does, <laughs> is where Ben and Mark are basically having a series of adventures hunting down vampires and I'm like, uh, you mean stakeland?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that would make sense now after what I said but, yeah, y- they can't do that if you're just gonna base it off the movie. That doesn't make sense.
1: I, I just wanted an entire series of them hunting vampires. Yeah.
2: Uh, I
0: would've watched the TV but series. But Hell yeah. yeah.
1: I'm just really surprised that they couldn't come up with something because if they own the rights to this
2: and they had a distributor, what, what? I mean, come on. I mean, they we did get a sequel. We did get in 1987 yeah. Larry Cohen's Return to Salem's Lot. Generous, yeah, I, I, I think
1: yet. it has basically not much to do with this movie. I don't even think they put uh, Noah...
0: Uh, Is that s- the one with Rob Lowe in it?
1: No, that's the 2004. Uh, s- oh, see. Straker isn't even in this. What? He's not even in Salem's Lot Returns. Uh, it was directed by Larry Cohen.
2: Yeah.
1: So, I mean, I don't know. I've never seen it. Anyone? No.
0: Nope. I only know about Return to Salem's Lot.
1: I guess a lot of fans from the original one did not like Return.
0: Oh, no. It's awful.
1: Oh, is it? Okay. It's
0: bad. I, I've seen it maybe once. I didn't even finish it. I just know that it's everything's bad. What
1: it sounds like to me is they couldn't find the right script for a sequel, so they just rushed one.
0: That seemed like
1: a decent story that had something to do with vampires. I'm just assuming. Yeah. Also
0: pulling Rob Lowe that's been uh, in the stand. so another King property. Kind of like getting people.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, And then we had the 2004 TNT made for TV remake. Uh, They basically just rebooted the miniseries, correct? Pretty much. Yeah, I hadn't seen that one either. I've seen that one. That's I liked
2: the, it. I like that one. I've, I've seen it. It's, it's fine.
1: It's got Rob Lowe. He plays Ben, the Rider Donald Sutherland plays a uh, Striker. Uh, Ruker Howard plays Barlow, the vamp. Which hmm. I want to know That that actually makes me want to watch the movie for the sheer fact that I just want to see what he looks like as Barlow. I think he just looks like Ruker Hauer
2: Oh really? Yeah. I think he just looks. Yeah. Okay. I don't think they
1: make him all like Nosferatui like this one. Uh, and James Crowell plays Father Callahan. Now, was Father Callahan in this movie? I don't, did they Yes,
0: him? no. So on the scene where the Mark's parents are in the kitchen and it's Mark and the other person there, that's Dr. Oh. Callahan. Oh uh, yes. So they they're having an intervention for like because he okay. said he he. It wasn't a dream that he saw Danny, so they thought he was dreaming and having nightmares because yeah. he's in too right. yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Yeah. So he's very important in the uh, Stephen King universe, or not very important, but somewhat of a big character. And it in the movie, you just like throw him in the last scene, which is very interesting to me. Like, oh, here, Father Callahan. Okay. One yeah, scene. Father
1: Callahan definitely sounds like a familiar character.
0: Yeah, he's uh, recurring in Salem's slot and then the Dark Tower and other yeah. stuff. Okay. All right.
1: Yeah, it said expanded role when I saw it. And I'm like, I well, I don't even remember him. So <laughs> I, anything could be expanded past, you know, next to nothing. But, uh, I you know, maybe one day I'll revisit that one. Or no, I've never even visited. Maybe I'll visit it for the first time. I don't know. It's just like, that disappoints me that Ruger Howard just looks like Ruger Hauer. I think. I think.
2: Okay. From what I remember. Well. But he doesn't, he doesn't look like this. I can tell no. you that.
1: Well, why the fuck would you do a remake of this?
2: <laughs> if didn't the... Not gonna make him look cool like Marlowe does in this movie?
1: It's yeah, 2004, I so I wonder what type of music did we get in that? Ooh, did we get like, a lot of new metal in it. Yeah, it's new probably, metal. probably yeah. why I liked it when it came out. It's just, yeah. it's just like Rob o walking around in a leather jacket. <laughs> Yes. Either that or not. Yes. Oh, you're, shit. You're right. Yes! You're 100% correct. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I almost knocked everything down with that. <laughs> he got so excited. <laughs> Steve oh. is watching
2: 2004 Salem's Lot tonight. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Where can I find it? <laughs> well, I guess that's going to come to the end of our episode here. It's been fun. poet. it was awesome to hear you explain to us what we missed.
0: <laughs> yeah. Glad to help.
1: Yes, yeah, super fan over here. Okay, so next week we're going to return with, ooh, it's a big one,
2: Christine. Yes. And maybe we'll talk a little bit about that other John Carpenter movie that's coming out. Oh, Uh, that little thing? What's (laughs) that thing? I
1: believe it's uh, based off a holiday, uh, maybe Easter? Yes, the Uh, Easter movie that comes out. Killer
0: Easter Bunny. I I would watch that.
1: Killer Easter Bunny in a William Shatner mask.
0: (laughs)
2: Yes, yeah. so but we're we're gonna talk about Christine, obviously. We're gonna yes. we're gonna talk about that, but we just might dip our toes into Halloween a little bit. But that is our Halloween episode, so definitely come back to hear us wax all things Halloween and Christine and John Carpenter and Stephen King nostalgia. It's gonna be overwhelming. <laughs> that is massive. It's gonna be a massive episode. <laughs> massive.
1: I was not a car kid, but I always love killer car movies. Like I, I just yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. I,
0: yeah.
1: You know, I never watched. Uh, Night Rider? Oh, uh, yeah. I never watched things like Night Rider or Dukes of Hazzard that, you know, we see one of the actors here from it. But man, Christine, woo! I got in trouble one time for watching that. And I'll, I'll tell you that story. Just come back next week. Woo! Nice
2: <laughs> teaser. Yes. Yeah. Very, yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, everyone. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. It helps us a lot if you don't have iTunes or don't have one of those. Apple phones, you can uh, watch, uh, we got Google Play, Podbean, YouTube, Stitcher, all the pod things.
2: Yeah, rate, review us, write to us, say hello, we want to hear your thoughts. Not too many of them though, because we're gonna do what we want anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you can
1: email basically Matt at uh analog Jones T-O-F
2: at Gmail
1: and give him your crazy thoughts. He'll 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 get high and uh I write you hold, back. Yeah,
2: I will only respond to them stoned and at four a.m. I promise. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Be kind.
2: Rewind.
1: got really lost there at the end like lost my mind <laughs> it's because I'm thinking about Rob Lowe in a leather jacket
0: yeah he does that continuously If oh wait did you find the stand on VHS
1: yeah I have the stand right there oh
0: you do have you seen it yet no <laughs> that's pretty much the same thing Rob Lowe in a leather jacket and like plaid
1: wait Rob Lowe's in the stand yeah Rob Lowe's in the stand I watched the stand when it came out on tv I don't remember (laughs) shit except it's fucking long it's it's
0: it's one of those things like where you have to watch it it's but it's not that great but it's just like canon you have to watch it. yeah
1: I mean I'll I'll get to it but it's like six hours
0: oh yeah it's a commitment it took me a couple days yeah (laughs) it's okay
2: Hey, do you guys like horror movies? I do. I do. Do they always have to be good movies? No way. I prefer them to be crap, personally. <laughs> well, then you guys are in luck because Horror Movie Night is your expert podcast on both horror movies—good, bad, and gooey. It's just a show of three friends, brother, you know, two brothers and a friend. I, I think you would call. It, but we're also—we're all friends here. You know, we're friends. We're around. all friends here. We're yeah. goof around, but <laughs> we. We talk about we talk about movies, but we normally don't actually talk about movies, which is kind of weird. <laughs> it's, it's a weird dynamic. You have to really listen to understand it. But we put together a show every Friday morning. You can find our show HMNpodcast.com. Uh, we're part of the Beatscape Network. We are, you know, we're good guys. Just check us out. We're good, silly guys. We're, we're fun. Please like me. Please. <laughs> That's pretty Please. much the impetus of everything we do is to be accepted. We want to yeah. be loved. HMMpodcast.com.